Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Define the Odds with me, Annabelle Kemi. Thank you for joining me again. Do you know what your inner child is? Well, if you don't, your best bet is to stick with me because I'm about to explain what your inner child is and how you can heal your inner child. Before we go on, I'd like to crave your indulgence to please like this YouTube video, subscribe and click on notifications so you don't get to miss any other episode of Define the Odds. And if you're listening to me via the various podcast platforms, kindly subscribe and try to share it. It gives me a better ranking on Google and Apple Podcasts. Thank you very much. So, like I said earlier, I'm going to be talking about the inner child. And today's episode is titled Healing Your Inner Child. Now, what is your inner child? Your inner child is basically a representation of yourself at different points of your childhood. This has to do with your enthusiasm, the things that happened to you that shaped you, and your emotions and how you react to things, basically, in your childhood. Now, this part of us is connected to our natural enthusiasm as children, our attitude to life, and our reactions to what our environments, the caregivers around us, and the people who raised us did to us, how they affected us, and how they shaped our life. Now, your inner child comes to play in adulthood a lot of times, but many of us do not know. You find yourself reacting to things that remind you of some traumatic events in your childhood unconsciously and you react almost like to guard yourself from feeling the way you felt as a child when those things happened to you. Most of us, particularly women, we are always referred to as being aggressive or jumping to conclusions. And a lot of times, these attributes are derived from our inner child. There are wounds that haven't been healed from when we were kids. There are traumas that we experienced, we didn't even realize they were traumas, that shaped how we react now to people treating us the way we were treated as children. When we feel like we are being neglected or we are being talked down on or we sense a form of threat, there's this fight or flight mode that we just switch to. Healing the inner child is important because if you and I heal our inner children, we will then be able to relate to people better, to one another better, and somehow together we are able to make our society a little less harsh on each other and a little less traumatic. A lot of people tend to switch to all sorts of conditions to kind of relieve them of the trauma that they experienced as children. That is why it is vital to heal your inner child, to recognize those traumas you experienced as a child and begin to heal them the moment you recognize them. This is not something that's easy to do. A lot of times you would require the help of a therapist, but there are some steps you could take to help you identify the issues you had that affected your inner child and you could try to tone down your reaction when you deal with people or situations that remind you of those wounds you had as a child. Many of us, particularly in this part of the world, in Africa, we suffered a lot of physical abuse. Well, we can't blame our parents. At the time, there was a lot of beating going on. And even though we say spare the rod and spoil the child, accepted, but our parents kind of like in those days overdid it. I still have one or two scars from 
some lashes I got from my parents for misbehaviors. I think somehow they get too heavy handed and these things affect us. We now start being reactive. We try to protect ourselves unconsciously. When you see someone coming towards you and you feel like you might be about to experience the same thing you experienced as a child, you switch to your defensive mode automatically you can't help it you now see us raising our voices and reacting aggressively even when we shouldn't react aggressively a lot of people suffered neglect as children there were times they probably wanted to speak to their mothers their fathers and tell them how they felt about things and they would just be showed off or told to go and do other things your mates are reading their books, go and read, or go and play outside with the other kids. You know, well, this child needs you to talk to them or to understand what they're going through at the time. And most times, this affects our inner children. We become wounded and we carry this wound. And when we become adults, we now develop this fear of neglect, fear of abandonment. In some cases, this leads to depression for some people, while some people develop some narcissistic tendencies just to kind of protect themselves from being treated the way or feeling the way they felt as children. Some occurrences that wound us as children could stem from even sexual abuses that our parents knew nothing about and we bottle them in as we grow up. This affects our relationship with the opposite sex. Some women become really closed off and for them it becomes just a routine to be with somebody. While some become so dependent on the opposite sex that they cannot be themselves without being in a relationship. I know people who cannot stay alone for a period of one month. They must always be in a relationship. That is not very good for your psyche. and. It does not help you to build your personality because all you're thinking of is I need to have someone to depend on at every point in my life before I can achieve anything. You forget what you really want to do as a person. You forget what you were cut out to do in life. All you're thinking of is I need support. I don't want to be left alone. You know, a lot of us as children, our parents had to work long hours and they left us alone. And we developed this deep-seated loneliness that we, we do not even know we have in us. We just always want people around us now because we do not want to feel as lonely as we felt as children. These are wounds that we have carried on and they require healing. Whether you like it or not, you cannot be the best version of yourself if you're still carrying over wounds from your childhood. It is not possible. You will at a point in your life almost leave a facade. You remember last week we spoke about the imposter syndrome. This is similar to it. You now become so closed up, defensive. You want to protect yourself from feeling as sad as you used to feel as a child, from feeling as lonely as you used to feel as a child, from feeling as neglected as you used to feel as a child. Some people, poverty as children, wounded them grossly. They had to practically become adults at tender ages. They had to help their parents hawk. They had to do some menial jobs that children are not supposed to do. And 
although you feel like okay this helped you to develop a certain strength and inner strength the truth is it also wounded you you were robbed of your childhood you didn't do all that you needed to do as a child to grow for your mind to grow you probably didn't get enough knowledge about how to deal with situations outside that environment where you hawked things so you see it is very important that you heal that part of your life so that you are able to move on and build a better version of yourself basically there are cases of people developing some mental issues that we do not see on the outside they become hoarders some people turn to food you wonder why somebody cannot lose weight it is not because he or she does not want to lose weight it's because they cannot help themselves when it comes to food probably they suffered a lot of hunger as children and that scarred them within so you see they keep going back to food for solace or maybe the only time they felt good as children was when they had food to eat there was no other person to talk to so food has become a best friend so to say companion so in adulthood whenever they feel sad or whenever they feel alone and neglected they turn to food because it was their solace as children you need to heal your inner child according to dr trish phillips who is an expert on healing the inner child she said when we heal the inner child we heal generations when we heal generations we heal the world we literally affect one another and this is what is referred to as co-regulation so we regulate each other's lives albeit unknowingly when you heal your inner child and the other person heals her inner child somehow we regulate each other's lives and we don't react the way we would usually react when we had the wounded inner children in us and life becomes better it becomes easy so we are co-regulating life we are co-regulating our generations we are co-regulating the world we are co-regulating humanity you discover that a lot of people have gone into criminal activities not because they wanted to be criminals some people are kleptomaniacs they can't help themselves this is coming from a wounded place that has a root in their childhood you see some girls cannot help but prostitutes it is not because they need the money but there is a void they are desperately trying to fill because a part of their childhood has been traumatized and wounded. A lot of men become abusive towards their wives and towards their children. And you notice that immediately they finish hitting their wives. It's almost like something switches or a bulb comes on. They become sober and they start begging for forgiveness. It's almost like they didn't know what they were doing. That is because something is wrong with their inner child and they carried it on to adulthood. They probably saw their father hitting their mother like some women feel like if you don't get beaten as a woman then you are not loved because they saw that their mothers were being beaten mercilessly by their fathers and their mothers stayed with those men and to them they felt okay this is the way marriage should be it is a trauma you are carrying over you do not know it and so you excuse all forms of abuse you almost attract abusive partners if you notice there are some women who tend to attract a certain kind of people so you find them making the same mistakes in relationships it's not like they didn't learn their lessons the first time no it's just that there is this part of them that requires this kind of people in their lives and they keep attracting such people to their lives and such people keep messing them up 
Now, there are basic signs that show you that you have a wounded inner child. One of the major signs is overreacting. If you tend to overreact to issues quickly, if you tend to not listen to the other person before you start feeling agitated on the inside and you jump to conclusions easily, or maybe something somebody said which does not warrant a certain aggressive or fight or flight reaction, you just find yourself doing it and you can't help yourself then check yourself. You definitely have a wounded inner child. You see a lot of people in offices, they just get unnecessarily aggressive. And you wonder, does this person have bipolar issues? No, it's just the person reacting to something that shaped him or her as a child. Even when they are old and you think they should know more, they are your superiors, they just get overreactive and you're scared to even approach them with issues because before you even land whatever you're about to say they just go kung fu panda on you so what do you do situations like that create a lot of animosity a lot of tension in the office and that is not good we must learn to control and heal our inner children so that we can have better relationships even in our workplaces and with our partners. So if you find yourself overreacting too quickly to issues, that is a sign of a wounded inner child. Another major sign of a wounded inner child is getting involved in destructive behaviors like alcoholism, like I earlier mentioned prostitution, some go to drugs, and sometimes to even things that we tend to not pay attention to, things like shopping. At a point in my life, I used to think, you know, I used to feel like shopping was a therapy for me. But I discovered there was something wrong with me. I more or less became a shopaholic. I would buy anything and everything and hoard them even when I did not need them. Even when I couldn't use them, I would just keep buying and keeping them. There was a certain satisfaction I felt from shopping, going to the stores and maybe I planned to just buy one or two items. I find myself practically buying the whole store and draining myself financially and putting myself on under undue pressure financially because it makes me feel good on the inside. A lot of young women are like this. Not just young women, even to old age, a lot of women are like this. We just find ourselves wanting to amass a lot, buy more and more, and we dismiss it as, it's just, it's just one of those things as a woman. No, it isn't one of those things. You are dealing with a wounded inner child. There is something you need to heal from your childhood, from your past, that is reflecting in this shopaholic attitude. Also, when you overwork yourself, you tell people I'm a workaholic, you are trying to make up for something. When you push yourself too hard unnecessarily, there is a void you are trying to fill. Also, if you find men telling a lot of lies. Check that man out. Some of them cannot help themselves. They just have to tell lies. It makes them feel better. It makes them feel relevant. I'm not saying women do not have these issues too, but I think I see it more with men. They tend to just want to tell lies. They just enjoy telling lies. Obviously, that person has a wounded inner child. That person thinks he needs to tell lies to go scot-free or to not get into trouble. Probably as a child, he or she always got into trouble and needed to cook up stories to be able to escape some beating or some uncomfortable situations. So you see, they get so used to it 
and they carry it over they just feel the need to tell lies even when it is not necessary like something is staring you right in the face like this and they will keep telling lies about it and somehow society has made us to believe that it is just normal for a man to tell lies and it is normal for a woman to shock excessively. No, these are signs of a wounded inner child that needs healing. If you want to have a better life, if you want to improve the quality of your life and your relationship with people. Similarly, a sign of having a wounded inner child is if you find someone that is battling with depression, a lot of times it comes from childhood traumas. Their inner children are battered and beaten and somehow they can't help themselves. They just recede to themselves and depression sets in. When you find someone that is just not motivated about life, you almost say, ah, why is this person so lazy? The person just doesn't want to do anything with their lives. You wonder, why is this person like this? Why does this person lack drive? A lot of times it is because this person has a wounded inner child. Some people suffer from insomnia. That is lack of sleep or difficulty in sleeping. That is another sign of a wounded inner child a lot of times. Though there are other reasons why insomnia sets in, but sometimes it is as a result or it is a sign of a wounded inner child. Weight gain. If you find someone that no matter how hard they try, they just can't lose the weight. And for some people, it's the opposite. No matter how hard they try, they just can't add on weight. There's something wrong somewhere and it has gone to a stage where they would require mental help because before you know it they become reclusive before you know it they just lose their minds and many people are dealing with this truth be told in those days we never used to pay attention to these things but now that we know i keep emphasizing it we need to pay attention to our mental health issues they are affecting and ruining our relationships People are married to people that are neck deep in depression and their lives are just completely messed up for that. Their relationships are just not moving forward. People are married to people that have full-blown bipolar issues. But they don't even know. They just say that's how he is or that's how she is. No, that's not how she is or he is. He wasn't born that way. There's something wrong. And a lot of times these things can be traced to childhood traumas and having a wounded inner child. This is a vital thing we must pay attention to. That is by far not all the signs of a wounded inner child. There are several others. But I want us to now look at the solutions and how you can begin to take steps towards healing your inner child. First, I would say is practicing stress relieving activities. A lot of us do not understand that breathing exercises and meditation play a huge role in helping us to distress. And when you distress, you are calmer on the inside. You are able to look at situations more rationally. You find that you are not overreacting and you are not always on the edge, trying to shield yourself from some form of imagined attack, which is coming from somewhere down there, somewhere in your sixes and nines and tens when you were just a child. So. You need to learn to distress, to calm down, to listen to everything around you more intentionally. Meditate intentionally. Many of us do not know how to keep still in our minds. It is something that takes a lot of practice. I am still working on it myself because your mind tends to wander. But it is good to develop it. Sit down. I try to do it every morning. 
Just sit down in a quiet space. Don't go to your phone the moment you wake up. Don't check your emails. Don't check your WhatsApp and don't check what's happening on Instagram or Facebook the moment you wake up. That is a terrible attribute and it only goes to increase your stress levels. So you need to learn to start your day by decreasing or relieving yourself of every form of stress and also end your day by relieving yourself of every form of stress. Also, another very helpful tip for healing your inner child is to start doing those things you loved to do as a child. If you were a child that loved art, but somehow as you grew up, life happened and you kind of forgot those things, but those are the things that really gave you joy as a child. It is a very good step towards healing your inner child. If you go back to those things, try it. If you loved art, start to draw again. If you loved music or singing, just do it in the privacy of your home. Attend karaoke bars and sing once in a while. If it gives you that feeling of satisfaction or creativity that you felt as a child, it's important that you start to do those things because they tend to help you heal those wounds. Those were your safe places as, as children. It's good to go back to those places. And I'm talking about the good ones, the creative ones. If you had a particular creative attribute that life took away from you, try. Now that you want to heal your inner child, it is a stepping stone to healing your inner child. Take up those things that you used to love to do. It will help you to begin to feel how you felt back then and somehow tone down those reactions, those negative reactions you used to have. For me, it was music. I went back to playing the guitar because music meant a lot to me growing up. I loved and I still love music. I don't do music professionally, but I have my guitar. A third way you can heal your inner child is to start to journal. That is to write how you feel on a daily basis. As in, go to that place within yourself where you can actually tell yourself the truth about situations, how re you reacted to situations during the day, what happened to you, how you felt about it. Writing has been proven to help relieve emotional issues. It helps you to kind of let go of some steam. Be truthful about how you feel on a daily basis. At the end of the day, these things happened. This was how I reacted. I didn't like how I reacted. I think I felt myself going back to that place of pain. And I feel like these are the things I should do. Be genuine. Be truthful to yourself. Now, another way you can heal your inner child is to visualize your childhood. Reimagine those things you felt as a child. Those things that hurt you. Those things that broke you. But I need to warn you. It is not very easy. A lot of times you need to be guided. That is why if you want to really, really heal your inner child, you will need a therapist, really. I know that's not common in this part of Nigeria, but you need someone to talk to. You need a therapist to guide you, someone that is licensed to do these things. If you feel like your life is actually being really, really messed up by those traumas and abuses you experienced as a child, get yourself a therapist. These days there are online therapists. You could Google it. There are online therapists that you don't need to go into their offices, but you can talk to them and they can help you. For me, it's easy. I can go back. Sometimes I just sit back and relieve some very nasty situations. Those particular days that I felt lonely, really, really lonely. Those particular days that I felt brutalized and threatened. And I feel like now I am beginning to act or react to those things when I see something similar 
coming or happening around me. I have learned the act of visualizing it and telling myself that it's okay, you are fine now. Those things are gone. They are in your past and your past does not have to determine your present or your future. So if you can learn to visualize and reimagine your childhood and those pains you felt to help you to understand what steps you need to take to begin to heal your inner child. So those are the major ways you will begin to heal your inner child. But I strongly recommend that you get a therapist if you really feel that this is affecting you and depression is setting in, you need to see a therapist or a mental health expert. That's I would strongly recommend if you have such issues, if you have very terrible childhood traumas that have led you to become an abusive partner, that has led you to be a nagging partner, women particularly, or that has led you to become too dependent on your partner or that has led you to fear being alone and you find yourself falling into the wrong hands because you do not want to be alone. These are issues you need to deal with professionally if possible. Begin to take note of your inner child and its reflection in your life right now and begin to take those steps, baby steps towards healing your inner child. That way you will heal your generation. That way you will heal the world together improve each other's lives and improve our relationships okay on that note i have come to the end of today's episode of define the odds i hope it resonated with one or two people let's do this again next week but remember to please like subscribe and click on notifications on youtube and also subscribe and share my podcasts that will help it grow and get to many more people that need to go on this journey of growth with you and I. Thank you once again. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.